Hey Rippers! Are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. This episode of KookCast is sponsored by Surfiers. If you're a dedicated surfer, then you know one of the worst but preventable things that can happen to you is letting surfer's ear get worse and worse. Thankfully, Surfiers is a company that helps us prevent the suffering so we can keep surfing. Coach Ev and I have been using them for years, and after trying all different types of plugs, we've decided Surfiers are the best earplugs on the market. Make sure you keep your ears dry with Surfiers, and if you don't have a shop that sells them near you, you can get on their website, surfears.com, and use the code KOOPCAST, it's all lowercase, one word, at your checkout for free shipping. This last week, we've been uh, taking a little break from uploading new content on the membership site. Some big things happening for the surf continuum, and it's taken quite a bit of our time this week. When you listen to this episode, see if you can catch a little hint at what it is. Anywho, the membership site is still loaded with good stuff, so uh, get on over there, surfcontinuum.com, and sign up for a membership. So for a few days, Coach Ev and I have been a little out of sync. Typically, we're on a call like daily, if not at least once per two days, and right after our last call, I get this pretty serious text from him. He goes, Brother, I gotta tell you about this epic wave I caught. <laughs> I'm claiming it, top five. And I could tell he was trying not to straight up say it was the best wave of his life. So we finally got back in sync and I had to hear this story and I made sure to record it so you could hear it too. Let's go. All right, brother. You gotta tell me about your uh, claiming it, huh? Top five wave. <laughs> and I've seen you get some mental waves in our own sessions together, so I can't imagine how this went. You got to give me the story. Yeah, I mean, like you know, we don't we don't take that we don't we we don't take that lightly. The the claiming of like you know a top five wave. I mean, right when it happened, I was like, that's the best barrel I've ever had in my life. <laughs> you know, just like the long. It was just like the longest one, and just the whole setup of it. Um, and like I was kind of like I got to share it with two of my friends in the water. Um, Vicente and then my really good friend Mariano was out the back uh, when it when it happened um, and then like my brother wasn't down there and Brian was down there but he like him and I were were going back and forth about surfing that morning so like I didn't even really want to tell him about it because it's just like salt in the wound like <laughs> dude you didn't paddle out and I got like one of the best barrels of my life out there you know and and there was a ton of them you know and and um, so like I I didn't really have anybody to share it with I knew I was like really waiting to share it with you and and really break you know you're one of the few who would like appreciate all the nitty gritty details of how it all came together and and you know what 
you know, you've surfed La Miss so many times and, and with us so many times and had these sessions um, that are really difficult and then you get a couple good ones, but that's what really stands out is just how difficult the day was, really. Um, like, it was really difficult for me to make the call, like, to, to surf now or go finish my, my sh work in the shaping bay and then surf after because the, the tide was gonna be better. Um, because when I paddled out, it was like dead low tide and, and La Miss is historically, that's not the time to go out there because it's already like semi-closed out on the peakiest swells, you know? It just starts like stretching out really quick as the tide is, as you're dealing with a lower tide. So, um, I, I had kind of set my mind cause Brian's like, oh, I can't surf now. And Mariano wasn't really fired up to get in the water. So I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go like bust out my, my work real quick so I can surf like without feeling rushed. And then I looked out and it, it, was, it was just like beautiful glassy conditions, overcast. Um, and then I see the set come in. It looked like it was head high or overhead. And it was, it was like really peaky. So it was like, you know, th three peaks, you know, starting from like right in front of the house and then working its way down the beach, um, just complete A-frames. And the lefts were like grinding off and like exploding and blowing up. And I was just like, all right, nope. I, you know, this is like, this would be completely against my better knowledge of, of you, know, you know, hopefully the wind doesn't come up and hopefully right. the swell stays the same, all those things, you know, like, you just can't do it. And especially at Lomas, we've seen it change like in front of our very eyes, like woke up, said, oh, it's it's totally good, let's go. And by the time we get our wetsuit on and get out there, the wind has already changed a little bit mm -hmm. and it's definitely not as good as what it was. So, mm -hmm. um, so just, you know, making that decision, making the board, what board to ride, you know, I decided to go with the seven six because I was like, oh, I don't have that much time out there. Um, like I just want to have more paddling power so I can like position and get a, get a few and then be done with it, you know, like check it off the list. <laughs> um, so I grab the seven, six and I run down there and, and I go to paddle out and like, I, you know, there's nobody on the beach. There's nobody around. There's no surfers in the water. Um, and I hop in the water and like right away, I notice how much energy is in the ocean. It's like the the current is like already pulling me down the beach and then even just the little white waters that were hitting me were like driving me back you know and on a seven six you can't really do a deep duck dive so you're always kind of getting hit with the white water energy and i'm like whoa okay these like little knee high white waters are really like pushing me back pretty far um and then i'm like you know and then i'm going paddling against the the water coming in from from the waves and and the current like I don't want to end I didn't want to end up all the way at the north end of the beach right away so I'm like kind of back paddling the current and then I'm like just through these white water little white waters okay okay and then I finally get this little break and I put my head down and I start paddling and I get through like one more white water and then boom full-on super set like stacking right and then the the first one was just right on the head like and I, you, I was just kind of giggling you're paddling to myself. out like so when you got your break 
you put your head down and that like so you put yourself in the spot or this is oh okay directly in the spot yeah directly in the spot and this you know like when you first see the lump it's just like a dark lump and you're just like uh i better keep paddling towards it you know <laughs> and then as i'm paddling towards it i'm like I'm absolutely not gonna make it under this thing and I'm in the spot to just get absolutely smoked. So I'm kind of like giggling to myself and the thing's just loading up, loading up and then it, it lands like either right in front of me or right on top of me and I hold onto the board for a second and then boom, it the board's gone. Like rips the board out of my hands so quick and easy and then I'm like kind of laughing to myself like, oh, what a way to start a fucking session, you know? like just get the board ripped out of your hands. And like, I already had to do so much work just to get into that position. Like now I'm going chasing the board. So I pop up and luckily the board like pumpkin seated out of the back. And it was close enough for me to put my head down again, swim my ass off, grab the board right before another one freaking clobbered me. You know, I didn't even get to turn around and do a proper duck dive. So that thing clobbered (laughs) me. And then I'm like laughing. I'm like, I remember like, and then there's, I, I hadn't seen a set like this all day. And I was watching it from, from early in the morning. Um, but it was like a 10 wave set. Jesus. It was. And at La Miss, as on Southwells, it's like, it's really strange. When, when you're looking out right in front of the house, it, it can be, it looks like it's two to three foot. And then you'll see, you'll see like full on head high waves marching up the beach. You know, it's just like, it's just the angle of the beach. It just starts catching the south swell as you start heading to the north. So now I'm like, I'm in the impact zone. I'm not gonna turn around and go reset. I'm gonna fucking pat, I'm gonna power through this set and just take big white water on the head, big white. And they're like, again, this is full, you know, it's calling it like, five to seven foot south swell on Surfline or whatever, but it's just like low tide. And the way that the lips are throwing and slamming, it's like really doing the full guillotine, you know, blow out the back. Anyway, so I just like endure the set and and I can feel myself getting ripped up the beach. And by the time I pop out, I'm like past all the the houses, all the real houses. I'm all the way up there. And, and it's kind of like this eerie feeling because I like, I don't surf that often up there. I surf in front of the house or I surf the south end. Like, it, it's just like, it feels like a, kind of a different zone. So like I no make man's it out. land or something. No man's land, um, absolutely. And then, I, so I make it out and I'm just like working my way back to the south to kind of reset because I know I know roughly where I want to be sitting, where I saw, you know, those really good sets that made me make the decision. So I get out there and um, like I pick off, I'm, I'm looking for the corner of these ones. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to put myself deep on them because they're, they're running, they're freight training up the beach, like at, at a really good clip. So I'm like just trying to find a corner and like I pick off a corner of a bomb and like I'm flying down the line and then there's like a right coming at me. So I got to like do a flyaway kick out and then, and then I know there's one right out the back of that one. So I have to like, you know, scramble onto my board and friggin' get through that next one. And I'm duck diving these big powerful waves and 
And I'm like, just laughing to myself, I'm so stoked that it's like, it's going down and, and I'm so stoked on my decision to like paddle out. So, so then I see, like I can see Mario, Mariano and Vicente start paddling or running down the beach from way up and then from, from way down on the south end. And then right then and there, like I see the wind, I see the wind on the water. Like I mm. see the conditions changing, right? It's happened to me so many times in my life at Lamas that I'm just like so sensitive to a little change in the wind and boom, it, it was like a quick change in the wind. It was like a south wind. It was like, where I, was where I was looking down the beach and seeing these rifling wide open tubes. Now they're starting to like crumble. Everything's crumbling, everything's chandeliering. I'm like, no, it's happening. Like, like I should have been out here at 6 a.m. instead of 7 a.m. You know, all this stuff is going through my head. And then like, I was really cognizant of pulling myself back and being like, just be grateful for whatever you got. You got that one corner, you got one, you know, little medium in, insider that I was like, I was right in the pocket and I was like trying to pump to get out of the pocket because I could see, I could see my exit, you know, leaving me. So I, I was like pumping just so I could barely sneak out of there. Um, so I had like two decent ones under my belt and I was just like, all right, just be thankful for that. Um, and then the boys paddled out and, and they were both like gassed by the time they got out. They were like, oh my God, I just, I just paddled, like I just ducked dove 20, 20 <laughs> solid white waters, like, um, and they're on short boards. Um, so, then, so then like we're, we're surfing, they're getting a couple waves, same deal, like just getting little corners or just dropping in and getting left behind by them. Um, and then this little this little wave comes in. It's definitely not a set wave, but it's got a really good line on it. And I'm going out to meet it, and it's starting to stand up and get steeper and steeper. And then I like I turn at the last minute and go to drop in, and like I just did not line it up right. I just cooked it so hard, like my back foot slipped off, and like I went to drop down to to go onto my belly to just hold onto the board, and like my chin just nails the deck of the board. Like my nose like scrapes up against the wax <laughs> and like my forehead, like I totally raked. And then it rips the board out of my hands and it's gone. <laughs> and, and, it, and it was like right in front of Vicente too. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what is happening right now? Um, but the only, the only good thing that was going on was the wind was, was backing off. Like it just puffed for a second. And then it was backing off and I'm like, all right, I need to fucking reset. I gotta go get my board anyway. So I, I swam in, grabbed my board and did the old Coach Chris special, just did a run around, had a good look at the whole lineup. And, and now I, I realize like the way to paddle out is to, to run down to the south end of the beach where the swell's not hitting nearly as hard, right. paddle out there and drift into position. So my paddle out was super mellow versus the first initial paddle out and and there was like there was also really it was really tricky conditions because of how much energy was coming through when a set broke up to the north all that water all that turbulent water would make its way through the lineup and up you know up into the zone that you were surfing so it was like you had to 
you had to really search for good conditions out there and go mm. line up with the good conditions because that was the only barrels that were gonna be those nice, clean, wide open right, barrels. Right, right. You've said that to me so many times. Like, I remember asking you years ago, like, what are you doing? What are you looking for? If this place is full of peaks and, and there's waves everywhere, why are you moving up and down the beach so much? And I remember you saying like, well, I'm not so much looking for waves, it's I'm looking for good patches of ocean, like good glassy spots. And just like you said again right there, like, you know, like a set comes through and all that turbulent water goes somewhere and that's where you don't wanna be, wherever it goes. So like you're kind right. of, instead of looking for something, you're more running away from something, like running away from that turbulent water and looking for the glassy patch, looking for the undisturbed water, so. Yeah. I right. You either have one. to like you either have to battle through like a rough patch of water and against the grain, or you have to run away from it, you know, and stay in front of it and mm -hmm. hope that a set comes at that that time. So that's what really that's what really stood out to me in this this and this is when that wave came to me was I paddled out easy paddle out. I'm deeper than, than both the guys. It's like me, then Mariano, then Vicente is, is even further up, up the beach. Um, and I'm paddling out and Mariano's like far enough away from me to where I'm not like, I'm not just underneath him. We're not even in like talking distance. Um, and then I realize I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in one of these big old glassy patches of water right here. And then boom, it all came together. And then here comes this like stacking set. And it was hmm. like the it was like the first wave of the set. And the thing just stood up right in front of me. Like, and instead of going out to meet it, which we had to do a bunch on this day, like there was these waves that would stand up and you'd be like running out to get him, but for, for some reason, like, I don't know, I just turned around. I was even already on the, you know, closer to the beach than Mariano and deeper. And he's like, he's further out and he's going out to meet the section and I'm turned around and I'm paddling towards the beach, like, wow, like wow. grinding well towards the beach and the things just welling up behind me, welling up behind me. And even still, I remember as it was pulling me up the face, I was like head down, like really paddling my ass off and like timing that going from paddling to lurching up and going into the, you know, like the pig dog stance with my rail in my hand with so much speed going down the face and from and I was really deep on the on the section, so I was like dropping in super steep, the full length of my rail, like totally engaged in my hand, and then like cranking on it and making that that arc to like come, not go down in the flats, like you know down Stay in on the, the bottom, face. yeah, bottom three quarters, and then hook up it up and underneath the section. And it's already throwing. It, it's already throwing the whole thing. It was all happening so fast, but it, wow. it was just the speed that I entered that section on the seven six, like really setting my rail super hard. By the time I, you know, really locked in, I was I was going so fast and I was so deep on the section that I just like I just held on. I I was looking straight out of the thing, and the first section just 
like unloaded, like slammed so hard in front of me. And I was, I knew I was going to get through that section or just, that's what I was hoping for. I was got through that first section. And as I'm getting through that first section is the thing just spits all around me. And like, that was like the first time in my life that I ever had like the spit, like sting my face. Like my face is looking out the tube and somehow the, the spit coming past my face was like stinging the my cheekbones, you know? And I was, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like I'm just like in there and I couldn't really see anything. And then all the spit clears and I'm still just fully locked into the tube. And I'm just sitting there holding the rail, hand in front of me, like on the wave face. And that's when I see Vicente's paddling up the beach and his eyes are just like the biggest eyes you've ever seen. He's looking straight <laughs> into the tube and I'm just like, just going the perfect speed, the waves going the perfect speed and I'm just still getting drained. I'm just still inside the tube, fully behind the curtain. And, and then I'm just like, just fucking hold the line, Ev. Don't do anything stupid, you know? Don't like just, move. <laughs> just fucking hold the line. And I just <laughs> held the line and it didn't clip me in the head or do anything like that. It just, like my board sped up just a tiny bit. I came out of the tube. I, I you know, got out of the pig dog stance and I just like, slowly just pulled up and over the back of the wave and I was looking at Vicente and he just stopped paddling and he was just losing his fucking marbles just like slapping the water and just like <laughs> kicking just like losing it just hooting so loud and then that's when I was like okay yeah it was one of those barrels like I fucking like let out such a primal hoot like the <laughs> loudest one ever and I just like slapped the water a couple of times. And like, I really was in disbelief, you know, because like I was, I was telling you about like, just, I was, I was like coaching myself through that, that session. I was like, Ev, you can do this. Like there's so many good epic barrels out here. You know, like you can do this. You can find one and you can, you can be in the right position and you can fucking make it out of one of these. Like, you can do this shit, Ev, like, come on, let's do this. Um, and then, like, I got rattled on that one wave and then I was really kind of laughing to myself, like, well, that's exactly the opposite of doing it. <laughs> it's like splatting, kooking it right in front of your friends. Um, so then I, I, I like paddled out and over to Mariano and, and he was already like, that was the one he was like, you were so, so far behind it. And like, I could see your yellow seven, six, just streaking through the tube for, and, and from he was behind just like the watching. wave, you saw this from behind. Wow. Like I could so see through the just, back of the wave, holy through the back shit. Of the wave. It was, it was so round, like, you know, especially the first part was so round. And then that second part, it was like a double barrel, you know, and then the second part, was a little bit tighter, but just my positioning and coming through that first section with all that speed. You were locked um, in. I was so locked in and then, and Mariano was just like, you know, him and I definitely have like a little bit of a competitive, 
ness out there you know because he all you know he's always on great waves and he surfs really well and and you you just are that way with like your close friends you know when they get a really really good one you want to do the same right um so he was just like he was like oh man i knew that was the one like just the way just the way you were in it for so long he was like he was expecting me to be get gotten taken out like a couple times throughout that the way that wave was unloading you know and then when i popped out the out the shoulder and turned you know kicked out he was just like losing it i remember just like shaking my head like yes i did it like finally <laughs> like i made one of those that i've been seeing all morning and i see all the time and i you know i get great barrels out there but you know eight out of ten times i don't make it out of them you know and it's just like that's been kind of the chink in my armor and my surfing like i get i i can position myself i can choose the right wave but there's something like especially at the end of that tube i do something like i dip my head down and my j line drops just a tiny bit and then i get hit with the lip and then i'm swimming you know even though i got this great barrel but um <laughs> it really it really was super special and then and then um, Vicente paddled up. He speaks primarily Spanish, and he just blow by blow gave gave Mariano the whole breakdown from his view from the shoulder. And he was just saying like, there was no, I did not think he was gonna make it. Like so many times, I didn't think he was gonna make it. And uh, it was so cool to like share that with oh. two other guys in the water. And I got a couple decent waves afterwards. Um, most of them were like big giant closeouts where there was no, no real exit and, and other ones were just like pocket rides. But after that one, I was so satisfied, you know, I surfed for like another hour, but didn't get anything close to another shot like that. So, man, I love that so much, but I think my favorite part of the story is cause I know you're capable of getting these epic waves and it, 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 it it's going to happen again and again in, in your life, but just the heart and the character it took you know it's just so representative of what we coach what we like like what's behind our philosophy when we're teaching surfing you know and and how we try to convey to people that you don't just paddle out and get great waves all the time like it's not like that not even for us and like you're gonna have to splat. You're gonna have embarrassing kooky moments. You're gonna have to swim for your board. You you could have had that whole session gone by and not gotten that wave. You've had plenty of those too. You know, totally. it takes not just the perseverance of it through that session, but through life, like the entire journey of being that kind of a surfer that just goes in the water and does your thing, just like you said, like you're just going out there because conditions were right and you wanted to get it in before you shape, you know, and like just roll the dice again and try to get one of those waves. But to, to do it, to have it all come together, and that's just the cherry on top. But it's just like, man, you just captured what we, it, like you captured it by doing it, what we always preach about, you know? What we're trying yeah. to tell people, like, yeah, you gotta get out. Yeah, you gotta run back up the beach and try again. Yeah, those little knee-high waves that you were totally not even looking at. You know, you're looking out the back at all the tubing waves. Meanwhile, you're on the knee-high waves on the inside going like, shit, I might not even bust through these right now. Like, what Seriously? is going on? And I'm getting dragged up the beach. I might not get out before I make it out. Uh, like, I might get dragged all the way up the beach before I make it out. Like, just all this stuff that's surfing 
Totally. It was it was one of those those sessions where I really had to be like we we tell our our students a lot like you got to be your own coach. You know, we we talk about this all the time and then you got to put it into practice like when you when when you're splatting, you know, and the conditions are kind of going to shit right in front of your very eyes like don't become that downer and make it even worse like mm. pick yourself back up you're in the you know you're in the ocean there's real swell you know you're 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 getting a real workout you're getting to swim around and and practice this in in heavy water that is so rare you know and um you know and the, and just like resetting and going up the beach you know that just changed or going back and doing a full loop that really you know if i wouldn't have done that if i would have just paddled back out from you know, up the ah, beach. That's such a good point too, yeah. Like if you had a leash on and just reeled it back in and paddled back out, it, it, everything's different. Yeah, yeah. Having, so, to, having to paddle in actually, you know, the opposite direction of what you want in your heart right then and there, your desire, just to get back out there and try again. You had to go in, get your board, but which gives you the opportunity to run back up the beach, get to the new paddle out spot that you know from first paddle out like uh better overshoot it a little more this time get a new look at the lineup like that all played into getting that wave you know not just the chance you know of of having to get your board but the like the matter of fact that you're on the beach looking at the ocean and and just re reading your map before you go back in yeah recalibrating just just really just having a having a good look at things and you know again you're you're like not paddling for a second you know you're you're on your feet you're rolling around there um but it, it was such a special day and, and you've you've had these ways and these sessions where afterwards like there's you've released so much adrenaline and dopamine and, and you're just like so satisfied you know you just feel so good for the rest of the day you have this like deep calm in you to hmm. like and again like I couldn't really share it with anybody I told Jack of course I was like I got I got one of the ways I've been that I've been searching for for so long out there and I made it um and she was like I'm so happy for you but she, you know She's a boogie queen on the inside, so she doesn't know quite the feeling of getting spat out of a, you know, a head hydrainer. But it was such, it was such a pleasure. It was so much fun, and so uh, I'm stoked that I got to do the full blow by blow, full recount with you, brother. Oh my God, that's too good. I love it. I love hearing about it, especially knowing how challenging that arena is. How how often it sends you back with your tail between your legs. And even still, it did anyway. You just happened to get a little treat while you were in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm, th I'm thinking, is this the first recording from uh, Casa Continuum? Yeah, it is. That's right. right. on. So stoked. Can't wait to get out there, coach. Coming in hot. End of the week. Woo! Yeah, that, that explains it. some of the absence uh, <laughs> over the past couple days is chipping away over here is but an absolute pleasure. Um, but yeah, it's just I'm occupying all my time. But luckily we got a little swell, so that's forcing me to like, okay, let me step away and go get wet and rinse off a little bit, get all this dust off me and soak in the ocean for a bit. Hell yeah, brother. Well, way more of these uh, epic waves to come and, and epic breakdowns over the KooCast, but that was, that was fun. Thanks for tuning in, peeps. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah.